0: This episode of the 31 Days of Horror is made possible thanks to our patrons. Patrons like Grape Train, Kayla Miller, Jessica Soderstrom, Ariel Teague, Brooks Bigley, Robin Bedford, Timmy Weigel, Dustin Bohr, Andy, Faith Frias, Behind the Crime Podcast, and Jose McEra. It takes a lot of work to get these podcasts on, and the fact that we're able to pay our crew makes me so happy. And our patrons make that possible to see how you can support the podcast and everything that goes on behind the scenes please visit patreon.com/creepypod this is creepy
1: a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous chilling and disturbing creepy pastas and urban legends in the world Whether these stories truly happened, or are simply fabrications, is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Creepy Presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 12 Dear Scammer, credited to you, Zervata Bebo, unread no sleep. Hi, Audrey. You don't know me at all, except that I just recently deposited a few hundred bucks into your account after you promised me a fantastic package for a work-from-home opportunity. I felt so silly once I realized that I was scammed. And tried so hard to reverse the payment and get some of my money back. A futile process in retrospect. But what did I expect? Right? Anyway, Audrey, I had your bank account details and I felt very tempted to just give out your banking details in an elaborate scam, but I figured karma will sort you out eventually. However, I couldn't just wait for karma and not be there to witness your punishment. You don't know this, but I used to work in prison. Dangerous people, you know, but all very willing to return favors if you help them inside prison. A cigarette here, early parole report there, quid pro quo. (laughs) It was like destiny when one of my old friends rang me up from outside prison to thank me for the parole report. Of course I had to ask for a favor in return. Prisoners and parolees are very resourceful, you know. He told me you're a mother of three beautiful little girls, working two jobs to make ends meet? I understand that scamming business now. I still have the news report where your daughters were declared missing. You were so scared. You promised a lot of money for any information about their whereabouts. You pled for their safe return. I wanted to collect that money. But then I'd have to explain how I got all this information. And I'm not prepared to lie to the police for a reward. I'm an honest person. I work hard for my money, unlike you, so I left you a note to tell you they are safe. You looked relieved. Now, Audrey, before you take the note to the police, you need to understand that your children are safe. No harm will ever come to them ever again. You will find some more information in the mail a little bit later. You took my last money, Audrey. I couldn't buy food. I couldn't pay my bills. I had to let my son go to school without a proper lunch for a week. Thankfully, I managed to reconnect with yet another old friend. He is also very resourceful and owed me a favor for when he needed a few items to sell in prison. The baby didn't feel anything. She was fast asleep when he injected her. My son was overjoyed when he saw a decent dinner that night. We managed to get buyers for your middle child's. Anna, right? Organs. A lot of money in young children. In case you want a different kind of scenery for your next scam. The oldest one? Oh, she is very pretty is already living with a new family they promise to take good care of her she'll be fed clothed and she gets to start earning her own allowance straight away every day I hear there are quite a few gentlemen who will pay good money for her company I've arranged for her first check to be paid to you because you obviously need the money Lastly, I feel I should say thank you for this opportunity. I will be more aware of scammers like you, but I've also reconnected with a lot of old friends. Sincerely, Victim102698